0: thank you for joining me for episode 102 today's topic is spoiler alert it's all about focus and I know what you're doing right now you're driving or you're working out or you're sorting through drawers of filing you're probably doing something else than just sitting and listening to this podcast well you're gonna be a great example (laughs) here today you know through the through the technology type of world that we live in and the fast pace that we we always have in front of us, we have successfully taught ourselves how to unfocus. In other words, we've taught ourselves how to think we're going to be more productive, get more done, but we're really not focused. We're not focused in our thoughts. We're not focused in our tasks. And it's because of some poor habits that we've adopted, one of which is numerous distractions. So during this this episode here today, we're going to think differently about our focus and how we do it, or maybe how we don't, and who do we want to be. Okay, first of all, why bother? Why even bother? You know, we, we can get a lot done in a short amount of time, and it's working. So why should we even entertain this idea of Refocusing. Well, I found a really interesting article and it is on coachingpositiveperformance.com. They gave us four reasons on why, why we really should focus on focus, <laughs> why we should focus on improving our focus. You know, the first reason is because it really does make us more efficient. We can get one task done faster if we just focus on one task. I remember one night when the kids were still in high school, they came home and one of the kids was having problems with math. So while I was making dinner, I was stirring something, I remember standing at the stove, I was also helping them with math. They were they were a good, you know, 10 feet away from me at the bar working on their math, kind of verbally trying to explain it. And I was trying to make sure we had an edible dinner for, for that night. Well, we didn't have an edible dinner, and math really wasn't working for whichever child this was. So, in essence, I had to order a pizza, which costed me more money and took more time, and I had to sit down and just focus on math. It took me more time to complete those two tasks than if I would have just focused in the first place. So by focusing on one task at a time, we are quicker. We are more efficient. You know what else? We actually produce higher quality work when we focus one task at a time. By the time I got to the math problems... I mean this is high school math. So I don't know how much high quality work I was really offering, but by the time I got to it I was tired. I was exhausted. I was frustrated to just focus in gives that high quality work because you're just paying attention to that one thing in front of you, right? Okay, so here here's number 3. Here's number 3 on why we should focus. It creates less stress. To just focus in on one project. So the other day, I I misplaced my phone. (laughs) It was a little nerve-wracking, just a little bit. But it felt amazing. I had no calls or texts or dings or distractions or vibrations or, or just... I mean, the doorbell is connected to my phone. Somebody came to the door, and I didn't know it. And I'm okay with it. Because what I was working on was so much fun. And it got my full attention, and I found my groove. That that created so much less stress in me. I was able to finish my project. One time when I was working in, in a corporate America setting, I, I was on my way to work that morning, and I was very stressed because I had a class at 10 o'clock that morning that I had no, nothing prepared for. I had nothing researched, nothing created in a handout format or in a PowerPoint. I mean, we had nothing. So when I got to work, I just pretty much dropped my bags. I shut my blinds. I didn't even turn on my phone. I let it all, everything go to voicemail. I did not open my email. I just jumped right into this class preparation that I had to do. And I timed myself. It took me 80 minutes. Oh, wow, I was so excited 80 minutes later. I had an amazing class. I was ready to go. I was ready to teach. I was ready to empower people to be better in whatever it whatever it was I was talking about. But at that moment, I had to open my email to send something to all of the attendees. And at that time, the stress started coming. Because when I opened my email, I had 15 unread messages from that last 80 minutes. <gasps> Oh, that is so stressful because for some reason we think we should answer emails as soon as they come in. But that doesn't have to happen either. Well, I timed myself again and I wanted to look at, you know, if, if I took that email while I was preparing for the class, that would at least have been a, a one minute interruption. So 15 emails would have been at least a 15 minute addition to my, my time. Well, that would have been really put me up to the edge of, of class time. So that would have created some stress. Well, how much time would it take to just finish 15 emails all in one batch? Seven minutes. Seven minutes. That was half the time of one minute per... I mean, I have just saved myself like eight minutes. That was so much more productive. And I felt so good about my class the project I was working on. I I... I Found the value of turning off distractions because it relieved my stress. Well, the fourth thing that this article talks about on why we should adjust our, our focusing habits is it because it recruits our subconscious mind. I thought that was so interesting it recruits our subconscious mind so here's literally what the article says it says while you're busy working on one part of a task for a big project your subconscious mind actually is working away at another part of that project so if uh, you're writing an article which actually I just finished writing an article about focus and I found this this happened it was so cool so if you're when you're writing an article you notice how once you are, uh, you have a clear uh, mind on the subject, you can then keep writing with little hesitation. Your fingers, it's like playing the piano. They just start doing the magic. So while you're writing paragraph number one, your subconscious mind is organizing your thoughts for the later paragraphs. It's being focused, which allows you to achieve the level of flow. The subconscious mind is responsible for that. I like to call it my groove groove flow whatever you call it you need your subconscious and your conscious mind to really make it all happen and when it does happen you're creating better results okay so hopefully we've convinced you on why we want to focus on focus right all right so many times there are distractions that will derail us And many of these distractions, we've actually turned on and activated. Think about all of the notifications that come on your phone. You don't have to have apps notify you when something is tagging you or trying to get your attention. You can turn those off, but we've chosen to turn them on. I mean, even the volume, even the volume on your computer. Right now, I have my volume turned off. Because I don't want the dings in my computer to come through the microphone and affect my conversation with you. But how often do we choose to keep that on? Okay, so distractions are an issue. And, and we've, we've, we've talked about that often. And we, we hear about many, many uh, articles and, and, and conversations. But here's what I found for myself just in the last hour. I turned off my computer sound, I turned off my phone sounds, I turned off my app sounds, I even need to shut the blinds in my office because, because a bird flew by and it was enough to derail me. I mean, seriously, (laughs) the bird flying by, yeah, it derailed me for a few minutes, but sometimes those derailments take a few hours and that's just frustrating for me when I just need to finish a project. So whatever you got to do, turn off the distractions, okay? But there's other habits. There's other habits that we've that we've adopted in our life that have discouraged focus. So it's time for us to realize those habits and and turn them around a little bit. All right, so these habits by the way, they're related to your health. So by by changing things up a little bit, you're going to increase your focus, you're going to become healthier, you're going to be more efficient and fully empowered. In your life I mean how good does that sound all right let's dig right in habit number one what goes in will come out so yes I'm talking about the food and the drink that you choose to put in your body what goes in comes out I remember changing a baby's diaper one day it was after we enjoyed a typical Iowa lunch with sweet corn (laughs) and uh, what do you think I found in the diaper that afternoon yep the sweet corn (laughs) you what goes in will come out so so maybe you won't change a diaper to remind it be be reminding you of what what you're putting in your body but but think about when you have caffeine versus just water my husband and I were just talking the other night it's amazing to me on how my body works and and it's taking me 40 some years to figure this out I can drink water up until the time I go to bed I mean literally I'll take a sip of water before I go to bed And I will not need to get up in the middle of the night to use the restroom. But if I drink anything else with sugar or caffeine after 2 p.m. in the afternoon, I'm up five times in the middle of the night. We ought to figure out our bodies, right? But that's just proof that it's messing some things up. The sugar, the caffeine, um, I mean, even milk has sugar in it. So water is the best liquid for us to drink. What else should we avoid? Processed foods, greasy foods, sugar. Oh, and believe me, I love my ice cream. I love my sugar. I do, I do, I do. But I know when I have, if I can go a whole week without any ice cream at night and then indulge on the weekend, my heart starts racing as soon as I get a few bites of it done. Is it worth it? Well, what we're putting in is going to come out and it's going to affect our focus. So if my if I drink caffeine and I'm all revved up and my heart's racing, I am not very good at focusing. Why do we do that to ourselves? I I personally, my body does not like caffeine. It it makes me use the restroom more than anything else. So I really do avoid it, and I survive really well with water. Now in the morning I'll have tea, but there's no caffeine in it. Your body will adapt. You could get used to no caffeine in the morning and be very productive. I promise you really could. (laughs) Okay, what's number two? Number two habit to start to adopt so that you can be better focused and healthier, move your body. Move your body. Our bodies are created to move. Sitting is the new smoking. I mean, that's how detrimental our sedentary habits are. They could be life-threatening. We need to move our body. I know for me personally, if I do not get enough movement in my body, I get I get severe back aches and, and back problems, and then I get migraines. And it's all because I didn't move my body. I didn't get enough steps. So, so create little games for yourself. Park far away from the front door of the, of the office or the store. Um, take the stairs. Don't ever take an escalator or elevator again. Take the stairs. Get a dog so that you have to go out at least once to walk the puppy during the day, right? Walk the kids to the bus stop. Walk them to the front door. Walk them to school. Create little, little games for yourself to get you out and moving. And even invest in a wonderful pedometer to track those steps so that there's no thinking or feeling, I feel I did enough steps today. There's just the fact of it. Did you do the steps that you want to do or not? I have a wonderful pedometer. I'm wearing it right now, and I'm checking on it. because My goal is 10,000 steps a day, and I only have 6,800. I'm going for a walk tonight, or two. (laughs) Okay, and the last thing here, the last habit that I recommend you really think about is your sleeping habit. Your sleeping habit matters. Our bodies need sleep because our bodies are, are rejuvenating. And and they're purging out toxins from our brain and our I mean all over our body. Dr. Daniel Amen talks about this in his book The End of Mental Illness. He actually says that that he calls it uh, taking out the neural trash. That's what's happening at night while we sleep. Our brain is eliminating these toxins, and it's it's more than just for our focus. It's also going to help our immune system our appetite control, our neurotransmitter production. I mean, now we're getting really technical. It matters. So make sure you have really good sleep opportunity. Here's what I did a few years ago. This is the best habit I ever, I ever tried ever. If you're watching me online on the video, I have my eye mask. I have my eye mask on. My eye mask is the best sleeping habit I ever put into my routine. Now, I used to think that eye masks were for like pampered princesses, right? I remember one time we were we were traveling on train from Washington, D.C. to New York. And my brother was with us, and he's a world traveler. So this short little train ride, oh, maybe it was a few hours, he gets out his eye mask, his Beats ear ear, pl- not earplugs. You know, I mean, he was like fully loaded. He, the only thing he did not do is put a hood on, but he was blocking out everything. And I thought, really, really, is this totally necessary? Okay, Rob, sorry, you're you're not pam. Oh, maybe you are a pampered princess. <laughs> Well, he got a really good rest. He got really good rest. And it wasn't until I bought a new pair of pajamas one time and there was an eye mask attached to this, this new purchase. So I thought rather than throw it away, let's just give it a try. Wow. There are so many little annoying lights in our room that it's not the phone or it's it's not the alarm clock. I mean, it's the there's a little blinking light in our smoke detector that sits above our bed. When you put an eye mask on, you block it all out. So, you know, sometimes you can close your eyes and you still see light coming through. It's dark, it's a wonderful thing. I woke up that night, the next morning, and I was so invigorated. I was ready for the day. I was just super energized. I had the best night's sleep ever. So, you know, I highly encourage you to invest in an eye mask to help with your sleep. Shut out the extra light that our body doesn't need. You know, even our skin knows when it's daylight out. Even our skin knows when there's lights turned on. We have to We have to give our bodies the rest that it needs. Because in the end, it will make us healthier. And it will help us improve our focus. So, I know these suggestions probably, they're nothing new. You've heard it before. However, do you seriously follow these recommendations do you literally plan your day around these events do you meal plan do you go to bed at the same time every night do you plan when you're going to get your exercise in not only will you be healthier but your focus will absolutely improve to a very noticeable level so my challenge to you here today is Why not give it a try? Just try something. Try one of these ideas. Try it for a few days and then take an assessment. How's your focus? How's your efficiency? How empowered do you feel? Have fun with this. I'll see you next time. I hope this topic has challenged you in thinking differently As you strive to grow from success to world class, please follow this podcast, visit our websites, and follow Unity Consulting and Chef Kathy on Facebook. That's Chef, like a cook, C-H-E-F. Be sure to share this with your friends. I look forward to connecting with you next time to challenge your habits so that you are more efficient and fully empowered.